0: everyone, Siobhan Chapman here, and welcome to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves Podcast channel. It's Friday morning, which means it's time for the Weekend Review and Preview Conversation, where my guest will recap how markets have performed over the past few sessions and preview what you can expect in the week ahead. Joining us for the conversation today, I'm glad to welcome back Brian Rose, Senior U.S. Economist with the UBS Chief Investment Office. Brian, welcome. We're happy to have you.
1: Thanks, Siobhan. Good morning, everyone.
0: Good morning, Brian. So let's get started. In the week of last week's FOMC policy meeting, we heard this week from several officials. Is there anything from this week's remarks that stand out to you?
1: Well, just yesterday we had the speech by Fed Chair Powell, and uh, no- nothing really new from this. But the bottom line from Powell is that the Fed will raise rates further if they have to, um, but uh, you know only if they have to. And that language leaves the impression that they're also perfectly willing to just leave rates unchanged where they are, as long as the data is trending in, in the right direction. And a really important point is that the Fed sees their policy, their monetary policy, as already restrictive. And also, some of the pandemic related factors that pushed up inflation in the first place but those are those are easing so between restrictive monetary policy and improvements on the supply side again related to the pandemic those two things are combining to bring uh, inflation down now we also had this week you know other fmc members saying that they uh, they think that further rate hikes will be necessary but even they don't seem to be in, uh, you know, in a big uh, rush. So, you know, um, the the overall sense is that, the, you know, and the Fed has said this before, that they can be patient. You know, they've raised rates enough. They can be patient and see how things play out.
0: So I do want to get your thoughts on the path forward for monetary policy. What are your expectations through year end and into early 2024?
1: So my base case is that the Fed won't hike again, that, you know, that they are done and uh, you know as long as inflation keeps trending lower they should be willing to start trimming the rates at some point next year of course you know this all depends on how the data comes in uh, but my base case is that we'll have two 25 basis point cuts in 2024 you know, but there could be a lot more if uh, the economy goes into recession right if there's a hard landing no reason for rates to be above 5%. I'd expect the Fed to cut aggressively in that case. And, uh, you know, if inflation proves to be sticky, the Fed could be on hold throughout 2024. And, of course, we can't, you know, as Powell was saying, we can't completely rule out further rate hikes either. You know, inflation is too high. The economy is too strong. The uh, Fed could, uh, you know, could raise rates further. So, you know, there, there's a you know, obviously a wide range of possible outcomes. But, uh, you know, my base case is that the Fed will be cutting rates a couple of times next year.
0: So Brian, compared to the last couple of weeks, it was a lighter week for economic data releases. Were there any data points that stood out to you?
1: Yeah, there were actually a couple of important releases. One was the Fed Senior Loan Officer Survey. And that showed that banks are continuing to tighten uh, their lending standards. But the uh, you know a lower percentage of the banks tightened in in the latest quarter. So, you know the main problem for uh, for borrowers is that the Fed you know raised rates more than 5 percentage points. So, you know that that's led to much higher borrowing costs and on top of that because the banks are tightening their lending standards, you know, further increases borrowing uh, you know, borrowing costs. Um but again not as bad as we've seen over the last uh, you know couple of quarters and uh, we also had the consumer credit data for September uh relatively small increase and really in both August and September you see not a lot of increase in credit card balances and you know, i think this could be a sign that we've reached some kind of limit we've had you know uh, Credit card usage has played a big role in fueling consumer spending over the last couple of years, but now you know, a lot of people are carrying balances uh, month to month, and uh, you know we may be at some kind of limit. So you know, we do expect consumer spending to, to slow from, from here. And uh, one other thing to mention is that we had the Atlanta Fed wage tracker uh, data out, and this was uh, unchanged at 5.2% year over year. This is something, you know, the Fed is keeping a close watch on wage growth because uh, wage growth is too strong to be compatible with their 2% inflation target. And this, uh, you know, the wage growth has been trending lower, but this time, you know, uh, unchanged. And as Powell said in a speech, there's a, a little further to go. You know, the Fed needs to see further progress on wage growth slowing. Uh, you know, to really uh, declare an end to, to the rate hiking cycle.
0: So turning to next week, what will be taking place that investors should be mindful of?
1: Okay, so next week is a huge week in terms of economic data. Most important, we have the CPI data for October. Of course, a uh, you know, lot of focus on inflation. And uh, we expect to see headline very low because gas prices fell in October. But the core you know, maybe a uh, three-tenths month over month, which is still a bit too too high. Uh, we'll also get the NFIB survey of small businesses, that gives us you know, other information about the wage growth and the uh, inflationary pressure. We'll get retail sales for October, which is you know another really important indicator because uh, consumer spending is you know the the main driver of growth. At very strong consumption growth uh, in the third quarter. And here, you know, in October, we'll get a first read on how things are going in the fourth quarter and also at the start of, the, you know, the critical Christmas shopping uh, season. Uh, we'll, we'll get industrial production. Uh, you know, this is another, you know, very important cyclical indicator. We'll get housing numbers. So uh, housing starts and building permits and also the NEHB survey of home builders. And then, the last but not least, we get something called the uh, quarterly services survey. This um, could potentially uh, cause the third quarter GDP growth estimate to uh, to be revised. So you know, this is a more detailed reading on on services. And uh, in the past, you know, sometimes there's there's surprises that can lead to large revisions in the, you know, the previous quarter's GDP data. So you know, really, a full slate of data. And uh, we also need to keep a watch on what's going on in Washington. So uh, the government will shut down next week unless something is uh, done. There isn't a clear path to, uh, you know, to funding the government. I think the most likely outcome is that we'll see a clean, a continuing resolution come uh, through at the last minute to keep the government open. But there is a risk that, that we'll have a shutdown next week.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today, Brian, and providing us with that update. That's very much. Again, today we have been joined by Brian Rose, Senior U.S. Economist with the UBS Chief Investment Office. And as a reminder to our listeners, Top of the Morning is a part of the UBS Market Moves podcast channel, which is available where podcasts are found, including on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Visit UBS.com forward slash studios to view the entire podcast offering, as well as UBS Turning video series. From UBS Studios, I'm Siobhan Chapman, and thank you for joining us.